Welcome to the Hooper's Edge podcast, and I'm getting ready. First of all, I'm your host, Coach Steve Kramer, Kramer Basketball, founder of the Coach's Edge. And uh, so if you're new to the podcast, we work with players and coaches around the country. And I'm getting ready to head out in a few days for our summer camp run. We'll work with well over a thousand players throughout the course of June, July, and beginning of August. And we have about nine straight weeks of camps. And, excuse me, allergies. We have about nine straight weeks of camps. And it's a, it's a lot of work. I mean, I, I really love it, but it's a lot of work. And I want to share with you something that I, I feel like I reiterate a lot to myself, at least. And that's these three words I'm always talking about. Plan, prepare, execute. And that's exactly the one of the phases that we just finished up with our summer camp preparation because you know a lot of people think hey you know this what a job you get to go to the gym and you work with all these kids and it's basketball and yeah that that is uh, a highlight no question about it but if you're let's be real if you're gonna do that at a high level you're gonna do that as your profession you better be doing a lot of other things really really well to give yourself an opportunity to one, do it at a high level, but even give yourself the opportunity to be put in that many situations that it can pay the bills. And so as I say, plan, prepare, execute, I share it with you because as a player, it's the same thing. I mean, it is no different from where you're sitting as a player to where I am as, you know, running my own business and directing basketball camps. The plan. The plan is getting the idea down, getting the vision down, getting, you know, not the not the blueprint blueprint, but you're getting some of the framework together. You're talking with coaches on, you know, what they want me to work with with their players. Do they want us to work on game situations? Do they want us to work on um you know, rebounding. They want us to work on shooting the basketball, attacking and breaking down defensive players. They want us to work on handling the ball against pressure. They want us to work on finishing at the rim. What do they want us and me to come in and work with their players on? And so you, you start to combine that with how many hours do we have together, right? How many hours do we have together? What's the age group? How many players are going to be in attendance? We have enough basketballs for everybody. Where does your program stand? Are you in a rebuild? Are you trying to reboot and build some excitement for your team? Or are you trying to win a district, a regional, a state championship? All right, what are some of your aspirations? And you put all of all of these things and more into, you know, this is all the communication. This is all the, the prelude of what is to, to come. Because the next thing that comes is the preparation piece. Yeah, I, I think people may get into the preparing. It's like, yeah, you can you can prepare all you want, but if you don't have a great idea of what you're preparing for, which is the planning piece, then you're still going to struggle, right? It's like working hard, but if you're working hard at a bunch of things that you know don't give you any results, that's just kind of stupid, right? So 
to get a great plan involves a lot of communication. It involves a, a lot of time and, and that involves a lot of effort. But once you get the plan in place, right, then you start to prepare. And that's the lesson plans. That's being able to say, okay, we're going to this specific location and they want to, we have uh, three days and we have three hours of high school players and three hours of junior high players. And so that's, you know, six hours of instruction, three for each age level. And we're there for three days. So we got nine total hours with each group. Out of those nine hours, focus is finishing and shooting. Do you want a 50-50? Or do you want more of an emphasis on shooting the basketball? Do you want more of an emphasis on finishing and attacking uh, the rim? How much of this is going to be um, the, the teaching phase of breaking down some new things, sharing your knowledge so that they simply leave camp a more intelligent player? Uh, how much of this is going to be chasing your repetitions as far as trying some new skills, trying to uh, emphasize a couple different things. Maybe it's a shooting stance. Maybe it's getting your hand underneath the basketball before you get into your follow through. Maybe it's uh, repping out one foot and two foot finishes, one foot speed and space, two foot balance and power. You're trying to get repetitions in, whether that's one on oh, whether that's one on dummy, whether that's some variable practice where it's like, you know, go with this one foot finish. And then the next time you're going to go two foot finish or one time you're going to go up strong. Next time you're going to shot fake and step through. You're changing up the type of, you know, ways that they're learning. And then, okay, let's throw it in some game situations. So let's play one-on-one. Let's play two-on-one. Let's play two-on-two. Let's three-on-three, whatever that may look like. Some coaches, they're they're putting more of their um, style of play in with the summer and they want me to be a part of that. So in those cases, there's more five on five. There's, there's more five on five with the points of emphasis of uh, maybe it's hard hedging on a ball screen or icing a ball screen and half court or full court, but you know, you're playing five on five. All of these things come into getting the plan in place and then truly preparing, which is what we've completed. And this is why I'm sharing these quick thoughts with you today is because I just finished the last lesson plan for the entire summer. And I'll show you what I'm talking about. The When we do our summer of basketball camps, we have nine straight weeks of camps. Even the week of 4th of July, we have two days of camp set up. So when I'm not in the gym, which is not very often, I'm usually in the gym, sleeping, traveling to the gym, traveling back from the gym. That's the majority of my time. And then... I think I have Saturday and Sunday off every week this summer, which is which is nice because that doesn't always happen. During those times, I don't want to be trying to figure out what that next camp is going to look like, what my plans are going to be for that next camp. I do all of that the month of May. So I spend the entire month of May on. I do very little basketball training. I think I did two basketball clinics and like five lessons whole month, right? I, I, I'm preparing. I'm also spending a lot of time with my family because I know I'm not going to see them as much during the summer. So those are the two things I'm really after is, is the preparation, planning and preparation, and then spend time with my family in May because it's, it's all systems go once we hit June. So to understand, man, I have to have, I plan everything out to the minute as far as is this is this segment going to last five minutes? Is it going to last 10 minutes? Is it going to last 15? Is it going to be 20? But inside that 20, because 20 minutes is a long time, how many different 
you know, variations or moves are we going to sprinkle in over a 20 minute, you know, time frame. All of these things are planned out throughout the entire course of our nine week summer basketball camp tour so that you can get into the third word, which is execute. Plan, prepare, execute. Execute is number three. When it's time and somebody is paying me to travel up and go work with 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80 kids possibly at their program throughout the course of of a day, they're not paying for a pretty good camp. They're, They're bringing me in for a level of instruction that they know they're not going to be able to give on their own. That's why they're bringing me in. And that's why I take it so seriously. That's why I take the planning so seriously, the preparation so seriously, and then the execution aspect of it so seriously. Because when people are asking you to do something, whether you're um, you know, working on a conveyor belt, doing packaging, whether you are a teacher finishing up the school year, whether you're a basketball coach or player development coach like myself, when people are paying you for their time, they're not paying, hoping like, oh, I hope 80% of Steve Kramer shows up today. I'm hoping he's about 75%. You know, that's, that's pretty good. They are paying for you to be your best you. Your best you. And you owe it to the people that are paying you, the people that trust you, the people that are sacrificing some of their own time to be your very best. To be your very best, even when you may not be at your very best, because there's a big difference. And giving your very best looks different at different points in time. Giving your very best could be that you're not talking as much, but you're really observing. You're really taking some things in. So when you do say something to a player or a coach later, you, you really have great reasoning behind that piece of advice that you give. Other times, that means, hey, you're really energetic. You're really vocal. Uh, you're, you're really being active. Tons of energy as you go in. And then other times, that means sweating yourself, getting out on the court and demonstrating, not just the how and when and and why and where of what you're supposed to do, but demonstrating the intensity, right? Because again, a lot of players, they think they're working hard, but they're not really working hard. They think, yeah, that's how, you know, I can do it. It's like, no, there's another level to how you can go about this, right? And I'll, I'll talk about that. I'll demonstrate that. I'll talk about the importance of being able to make mistakes. And surely I'm trying to do everything correctly while I'm demonstrating, but I'll make mistakes. And I'll say, you know, I messed up on that one. Right. But it was a good mistake because I was doing the best that I could at that given point in time. That's what I'm expecting from you. And so don't ever show up to do something on someone else's dime on someone else's clock and not give your very best. You cannot give your very best on your own time. If you're like kind of checked out, I'm just going to kind of go, you know, get this in, blah, blah, blah. 
well, that's on you because that's your time. But when someone is, when you show up for a job, people are paying you to do the best that you can do. And they may know that that job that you're doing, maybe someone else could do it better, but they're not paying someone else to do it. They're paying you to do it. Or they're trusting you with their time to go in and do it. So they are expecting you to do your very best. That's why I expect from the coaches that work my basketball camps, right? I expect them to, to show up early, to leave late, to sweep the floor if it needs swept, to, you know, bring water bottles to kids if they need to, to, you know, do the registration check-in, to set up cones, to clean up stuff, to do all the things that may not be as fun, but I'm expecting them to do everything that I ask them to do and more with their energy, their effort, and their attitude so that we can execute a great camp. You put all this time in to the planning, all this time into the preparation. It'd be a shame if you showed up and you just mailed it in. And we're like, yeah, man, I'm just not feeling it today. I'm going to hold back a little bit. I'll give you this quick example. I, at the beginning of May, in the end of April, I was saying, man, I got to take my training to another level, right? Because that's what I do at the bottom month heading into the summer. I start to work a little bit more on the cardio and athletic development. Uh, just put a little more time and emphasis into it. And one of the results that I was hoping to get was I was hoping to be able to stand still dunk. No step, just straight up vert and dunk it. Well, about a week into my training, I pulled my right calf muscle. Right calf muscle has, has been uh, an issue point for me past almost year and a half. It's been super frustrating for me. And I pulled it. And then, so I wasn't able to do some of the jump rope. I wasn't able to do the running. I was, I had to take a step back from doing as many lunges. All, I mean, the majority of my training is legs, right? And so I was like, all right, well, I can feel sorry for myself or I can just tweak my preparation and try to get better at something else. And so now I started lifting weights almost every day, almost every day, the month of May, I've been lifting weights. Some days it's a longer workout. Some days it's a more intense workout. Some days hey, it's just getting some reps in. Like I'm, up. I'm getting a little extra shoulder work in. Like uh, Memorial Day, I was like, you know what? I was planning on taking the day off. I'm going to get some, some shoulders in, right? So just working, doing some extra, you know, dumbbell flies and some dumbbell raises, um, throughout the course of the day, just going in my garage, getting some lifts because I knew that's only going to help me. Right. Was it super, super intense? No, but I'm putting work in, I'm executing in the preparation aspect. Cause these all go hand in hand because if somebody is going to bring me in for my camp, which starts next week, yeah, there's nothing I can do about an injury. I'm trying to take care of my body the best I can. I try to take care of my body like a pro. But when something goes wrong, because things will always go wrong, you got to be able to roll with the punches. You have to be able to adapt. And so the, the positive for me is I'm, I'm bigger and I'm stronger than I was planning to be going in. Now, can I run as fast? Can I jump as high? Am I as athletic? No, I haven't been able to do that piece of the training. But because I wasn't burning as many calories and spending as much time 
working out some of those exercises, I was able to spend more time in the weight room of my garage. That's allowed me to get stronger than I have in, in the past few years. That's allowed me to, to weigh more than I have in the past couple of years, which means my body should you know, last and be a little more durable because it, it has the tendency to you know, break down once you get to mid to late July. And that's what I'm talking about as far as getting a plan in place for what you want, being able to put the preparation in, right? And for me, it's preparing my mind with our lesson plans for camp and it's preparing my body for a long summer camp run. And then the execution phase is making it happen, making the event happen. We execute every single day the camp that we're about to to put on. And things are going to go wrong. I tell you, I, I go in knowing things are going to go wrong. I know I go in knowing that at some point there's not going to be basketballs. We're going to have to get some. At some point, um, you know, a coach last minute is going to have something come up and they can't make it. Like, so it's not, you, you're prepared. You, you go in knowing nothing is going to be smooth sailing. The thing that helps me out is because I put so much time into my planning and I put so much time in to my preparation. I know when those difficult things happen, I'm going to be able to figure out a way to execute. Just like my injury that happened a month ago, I know that even though physically this isn't the vision that I had for myself physically at this point in time, I was able to roll with it and say, you know what, maybe I'm not jumping as high and running as fast, but I'm stronger. And that's going to give me some more durability throughout the course of, of the summer. I weigh more. That's going to allow me to kind of hang on and, and not finish the summer at, you know, uh, kind of a weaker, weaker weight, weaker uh, strength. All of those things come into play. And so as a basketball player, your execution phase is the season. Execution phase is the season. You're about to hit the summer. Hopefully you've got a plan in place already. And if not, it's a perfect time to do that. Because the reality is the summer should be the preparation months. You've got an idea going into the summer. What does your plan look like? How much time are you willing to put in? What are the things that you want to improve upon? You get this big, broad plan, and then you get specific with your preparation, and your preparation can change. You may you may have this idea going into the summer, here's the skills I need to work on, how I'm going to go about it, all these things. Then you begin to put in the work, which is your preparation. You say, you know what, something, this isn't quite right. i got to spend more time going to my right hand because I'm a dominant left-handed player. i got to work on more reps going to my right. All right, so maybe that means, okay, I got to take away actually from some reps going to my left. Or maybe, you know what, I got to spend more time on my finishing and less time on my shooting. Knowing, you know, if you have a specific amount of time that you plan on putting in throughout the course of a week. Because it's time to prepare so that when the season comes around, you can execute to the very best of your ability. All, so many things go hand in hand. There are so many things that are one and the same. As a person who does player development, there are so many things that I do, and I'm like, man, this is like just like I did when I was a player. 
I'm just doing something different. But the process of going about it and to eventually execute at a high level is the same. As a business owner, I think the different things we're trying to do, expand and grow, and the process to doing that, I look back and I say, man, this is just like when I was a basketball player and I was working on my game and I'd head in to the summer and I would have one or two things I said, that's what I'm really going to improve upon this year. And usually for me, it was just, it was one big thing. You may have a, a couple different things you really want to improve upon, but for me as a player going into the summertime, it was one big thing that I was always trying to say, this is the summer for attacking the basket. This is a summer for refining my jump shot. This is the summer that I'm going to improve my individual one-on-one defense. And then all summer, it's preparation, man. You're, you're putting that into practice when you're at a scrimmage, when you're playing in a men's league, when you're working out with one of your teammates, when you're by yourself working on your game, when you're in the weight room, whatever that may look like. It's all preparation for the season. When the season comes around, and it's time to execute. It's where your confidence comes in. I've built up my confidence because of the amount of time that I've spent in the offseason preparing on this. That gives me confidence. When things go wrong, when things aren't going well, my preparation in the offseason still gives me confidence because it, I tell myself, man, this situation going on right now sucks. You're not playing as much as you thought you were going to be. Something happens. Maybe there's an injury, but you, you, you tell yourself, I put in so much work in my preparation. Some which way or the other, I've earned the right to be successful. I've earned the right to be successful. That's the confidence. That's real confidence. Not the fake confidence, Right where it's all look, it's all on, on the outside, but you know on the inside you haven't earned it. When you've prepared to the best of your ability throughout the course of a summer and the season rolls around, you have a much better feel for what you can do, what you're trying to really attack in a game situation, in a practice, during a tryout, whatever it is to help your team. Maybe it's even a leadership piece that's where your confidence comes from is in all the time that you spent preparing in the summer. Don't email me. Don't have your mom email me. Say, Steve, uh, my, my son, my daughter, she's really struggling with her confidence right now. Really struggling with her confidence right now. And you say, I know these players, right? And I know, well, one of the reasons you're not so confident because when you had the opportunity to build that confidence, you weren't building. And the players that are really putting in the work, the preparation, they're building, they're building, they're building. They have the confidence and they, they just say, man, it's, it's just a matter of time at this point, right? Because I'm going to have an opportunity. I'm going to seize it. It's on. Let's go. Gas, 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 gas. When the season comes around. I hope you enjoyed this episode. A little bit longer than a lot of our Hooper's Edge episodes, but uh, speaking from the heart, I'm fired up for our summer camp run. Got a lot going on, and um, people expect you 
when they have you in whatever it is that you're doing to do your very best. Get after today.